0: Sunday Betfair Edge Play your way on the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival with back and lay bets at betfair.com.au Gamble responsibly, call 1800 858 858 Hope you're enjoying the Bet Fair Edge on this Sunday morning. Dobie Watson and Tommy Haylock with you. A few text messages coming through. Anonymous here. Do you wear a Rashi Demo and also wear floaties? No, you can leave the floaties. Out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate that. So, yeah, maybe I'll have it in mind when I go to the Gold Coast next. Jace from Muralbark's listening in and enjoying the show. Thank you, Jace. And Big Fella says, Morning, guys. Terrible day and night on the punt yesterday. Took the early bets on Alentia for Magic Millions. So that will be gone as well, I presume, after yesterday's run. To top off the night, the favourite who could not be beaten at Bendigo in the last got rolled in the trots. It was Bendigo Cup night in the trots last night. Put me in the lay-bim for betting terribly yesterday. Can't really put yourself in the laybin It happens, doesn't it, sometimes?
1: Oh, you can put yourself in the labin. Oh, I've done that a few times. <laughs> it's called for occasionally, Damo.
0: Well, that's true. All right, got a to man. Gotta take a good hard look at yourself occasionally. A man who never puts himself in the laybin because he's that good is Queensland formattlist Blair Gibson. He joins us on the line ahead of a big week up on the Gold Coast. How are you, Blair?
2: Good, Damo. Good, mate. Yes, run into Tommy yesterday and he said, you know, things to bring to the Gold Coast. He said he brought his thongs. And I said, don't you mean thongs? And he just. Said
0: no.
1: Said
0: <laughs> well, apparently he wore a thong yesterday, or well, actually, that's that's separate. Hey, <laughs> God, guys. Come
1: on. <laughs> Correct. Come on. how are you, Gibbo? You? you well, mate?
2: Yes, good, mate. Good, good. We want a bit more money from yesterday, but um, it was a good day out there, and uh, all well.
1: Let's let's talk about yesterday. Obviously, we had uh, a couple of two-year-old races. Nothing really put the hand up ahead of the two-year-old uh, Magic Millions on Saturday.
2: No, no, I wouldn't have thought so. It's usually a really good point to um, these two-year-old races on Wave Day, but, yeah, didn't really work out this way this time. Um, a couple of key scratchings uh, in the gold pearl, which sort of, sort of weakened that race. And, yeah, no, I, I just don't think they sort of stood up yesterday enough to sort of think that they'll be... Even though it's not a, a great two-year-old year, I don't think. Um, I don't think, though, the winner will come out of yesterday.
1: What um? What did you make of the day as a whole? I, I said earlier in the segment of Demo that the Wave Day continues to grow. It seems like the week just gets bigger and bigger. And Demo made that point as well. The Magic Millions race day itself is huge. The Wave's been a, a huge well, or a great addition to the week.
2: Oh, Tommy, it's been a few years now, and it has got better every year. And I've said it not just because I'm involved up here. It's the best new race day. In the Queensland calendar, anyway, it's just the perfect time of year. You still got a lot of people on holidays, um, and you can just make a week of it. You know, you can come to the Wave and then go to the Millions. But it's uh, a—I'm sure they were happy with the crowd yesterday. But as you said, it continues to build, and well, the races are worth a a bit of money, so I'm sure the trainers will continue to come up. And sort of the fields are getting better each year, which is important as well.
1: Let's just recap the Wave itself. Um, Obviously. A well-fancied winner of the race. Did you find it? What do you make of the, the race itself?
2: No, I didn't. Um, I didn't find it. And I, look, I thought the race was okay, Tommy. Um, probably, it is a weird sort of set-up, the race, with the sort of weight-grade scale. and um, Not too sure what to make of it, but, I mean, take nothing away from the winner. He deserved to be there. Head of state was the one I was keen on, and, gee, I thought he was the winner on the corner, but he just... Just died on the run sort of at the 200. Uh, he obviously needed that. Um, one that's been running really well, and oh, she went really good again yesterday, was Tyressa. She's well-bred, and she's just been taking on the boys and giving away weight in the three-year-olds, and then got to this race. It was really good. And this is sort of a step out in trip, so she was that good through the line. She might have a win in store soon, Tyressa, over the sort of 1,800-2,000 because she, she was the one just smashing the line late, which means she might even want further.
1: Um, We saw in race nine, we'll talk about some data at Betfair, obviously, we're we're big on our data and our education, but Bold Warrior, Betfair starting price of $19.54, Gibbo, but amazingly hit $110 in play and got the chocolates. So a huge um, in-play price there from Bold Warrior to finish the day. The fence and the track, Gibbo, you speak to Navesh Rimdani, had a bit of a tough ask heading into the races uh, on Saturday. He's got to back it up, obviously, but... Seem very leaderish and fenceish, which is a little bit different to what we can find at the Gold Coast. Are we expecting a fair track on Saturday? And what did you make of yesterday?
2: Really surprised at how – exactly how sort of firm and sort of to the front. It definitely was – it was favouring those in the first half and, and possibly the first sort of three pairs. Um, and it was a massive surprise because <laughs> – Leading into it, everyone was concerned that maybe, you know, they'd come down the outside. Lots of these jocks, when they come up the Sydney and Melbourne jocks, they just want to get to the middle anyway. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a surprise. He obviously did a good job to, to make that not happen. But, I mean, we got 16 mil Wednesday night, 7 mil Thursday night. And I think it was a soft track, soft seven, I think, Friday. And we've got to, they're running sort of 1.8, one eight one8 something on Saturday. So, I'm not sure. Queensland weather it can be hard, Tommy, whether you put too much water on because you can get a storm mm. up here and get twenty five mils when they predict, you know, nothing. So I'm sure it'll be he'll have a tip top for next week. Um yeah, just I just I'm expecting that they didn't um think that it would dry out that quickly. So he's the best in the business of Vesh. I think it'll be perfect next week.
1: You have a bet yesterday, Domo, have a winner. Anything you like on Saturday Demo? Two year old race?
0: Oh, Look, it was a tough day yesterday. There's no doubt about that. I was It was interesting. I obviously had more of a go at Sandia because I did a fair amount of uh, form for that. But in terms of the wave, I find, found that very difficult to read in the end. Deficit ended up getting the job done. I was with Ashgrove, and it just fell short in the end. I thought it was a decent chance. Tyresa, of course, coming into third. I just thought with Ryan Maloney on board, Ashgrove would have a chance. I think it started on the market at around about $5. Uh Gallant enough, but uh, just couldn't quite get in there. So that was my best bet of the day uh, on the Gold Coast, and it just fell short. And I think a lot of punters would <laughs> be in the same boat, wouldn't they?
1: True. There are a lot of short price favourites, especially at Sandown They got beaten. We'll touch on some data later. Giveaway two-year-old race coming up on the 14th of January Saturday. We've got Emperor of Japan, favourite at you from Sovereign Fund, Platinum Jubilee in the mix at uh, a price and infatuation as well. Um, you got an opinion on the two-year-old race to start off?
2: Yeah, I do. Um, I really like Empress of Wonder. I've liked, I've liked her from the first time I've seen her. I've liked every trial. I've liked every run, and I'm really surprised she's on the fifth and sixth line of betting here. As we mentioned before, I don't think it's a, I don't think there's been any standouts, and to me, she's the one. I, um, really important for her is to draw a gate. She obviously doesn't. If she draws poorly, she will be really wide or have to go all the way back. If she draws a gate, she could probably land in the first six or seven. So, if she draws a gate. I think she should be a clear favourite. I'm, I'm very keen on her, but it does come down to that barrier.
1: What happened to her? Obviously, she ran second at Shaw Price Favourite, last start in the listed Callaway Gal at Eagle Farm. Just too far back there?
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Sectionals were sensational. Just um, Schofield, just uh, not good early. Just sort of too negative. Got to a bad spot and then could not have done much more um, off the clock from what she did, so... I think it was a good little pipe opener. They obviously haven't wanted to run since. They want to go in fresh since that. And they it was a risk. <laughs> come down to yesterday pretty much knowing who will get in and who won't. But they look like they've pulled the right rein. So I'm, I'm happy about that as well.
1: well head to beffair.com.au in the anti-poster markets there. The three-year-old yellow brick um, looks like starting favourite at the moment from Junquera. Russian Conquest. Hello, I am. Anything you can steer the uh, players or the punters into early, Gibbo?
2: Well, I reckon this one's, this one's a lot harder for me. Um, I do have a lot of time for Yellow Brick. He won the King of the Mountain. He's a, a really nice horse. He's one of them ones that just could be one out of the box. We're learning about him every time he steps out, and he just keeps winning. Um, probably get a guide off you. Hell, I am. What's what's? I don't know a heck of a lot about the horse, Tommy, but I do hear a few raps. Is
1: it a chance? Oh, yeah, very nice horse with plenty of upside, as you'd expect, being a three-year-old gelding by Hellbent. But... Um, he was good in the Gosford Guineas last start he was start a favourite there, he's good at Wyong um, obviously winning that in, in dominant style, I've got a lot of time for the horse and it's hard, that's a, a, probably a trick Gibbo, how you line up these races some of them have more Sydney runners and Queensland runners to be honest, so it is hard at this time of year, tossing up and, and working out how they marry up
2: Yeah, I think I'd, if it come down to it, I'd be leaning to the Sydney form at the moment, I just think a lot of the horses going around up
1: here, a lot of our local Queenslanders, it's just
2: a, a flat sort of Bunch at the moment. I don't think there's too many. We've got a few different sort of three-year-olds like that yellow brick, but the older horses are, are all pretty plain. There is one actually, Tommy. If I can just give you one more on the day, just go to, for it, mate. To keep an eye on uh, in the the cutest race. The Queensland horses only up here, and it's actually going to turn into a pretty decent race. But Tokariki Ricky Lad uh, was always a bit of a nutcase. He's tried biting horses. In there's been a couple of photo <laughs> finishes. He's tried to bite horses. He's a lunatic, but. He always took a, a few runs to come good. And last prep, Tony Golland just had him absolutely airborne. And from the first start, he, he was good. This time in, he's had a nice trial. He was just a nice, sneaky run first up behind him. And he'll go into this second up, still fresh enough for the 1300. I, he's one that I think can can run a race for sure in the QTS.
1: Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. Damo, you should have seen this man just swanning around in his suit yesterday at the track. He brought his Sharpie. Everyone was approaching him. It was... Big man about time. It's his week to shine. Oh, Gibbo! Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, please, please. <laughs> what's, wait, when when it's the warmer weather, Blair, what's the fashion tip for you? you? You you're the type. You're not one of those people that wears the sockless
1: on sob. He's no, been no. known. To, he's been known to wear the sockless. Don't worry about that.
2: Done, I have done it once, but I I, I cop that much. I, I'm not one to go out and. and Spend too much money on Fast and to be honest. It's whatever I've got. And at the moment, I'm telling you, I'm not fitting into many of them. Uh, not feeling real good about myself.
1: <laughs> uh, good Big on you, summer.
0: Blaire. Good on you, Blair. Thanks very much for joining us and giving you up your time on this Sunday, mate. Enjoy the week ahead. Are you going to go to the year league sales and ultimately peruse around with certain key with figures of the industry? Yeah. Is there anyone you're keen on talking to?
2: No. No, not really. No. I'm a homebody. Um, like the Olympic flame, I don't go out. So
0: I just will
2: be home <laughs> doing work, trying to help everyone find
0: a winner. That's me. Right. All right. Well, you, you work for us at in the end, Blair. No, I appreciate that. Thanks very much. All the best, <laughs> no, no worries at all. Thanks, boys. Blair Gibson Thanks, joining us there, Queensland form analyst. We'll head to the news. Back with more. We might touch on the racing yesterday, not only on the Gold Coast, but elsewhere. It was a difficult day on the punt, and we'll touch on cricket as well within the next half hour. You're listening to the fair Edge on this Sunday morning. Back with more after the news.